Why is it so hard to hear everybody this time? Sorry. Hello, Andy. Andy. All right. Hello. I think everybody turn off your noise. Probably me. Hello, I'm using these weird friends, headphones. Tea party they're, they're really good headphones. It's real good uh, podcast with you guys. Do you feel alone? They make the, every Cast beep the sound really fast. Fa- 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 just your uh, monitor. Well, it sure is a pleasure to be on the air tonight. No, I can see you guys fine. I can Has see you guys. Has a secret fine. organization erased your past, destroyed your identity, eradicated your memory, turned you into an emotionless killing machine? Do you wake up in a series of anonymous hotel rooms, traveling from capital to capital on forged passports? Assassinating people you've never met for reasons you don't understand. How's everybody doing tonight? Real good. Good. Well, fuck you. <laughs> Following enigmatic instructions. We're off to a great start. Delivered to you by a faceless man over the phone. Do you feel depressed? Sad? A little under the weather? Do your feet hurt like shit? Are you a 19th century robber baron? Are you tired of going to the post office every time you need to post it? Are you taking a piss right now and it just seems like it's taking forever? Are you a giant baby floating in space? Do you know the difference between lager and ale? Are you a cryptozoological entity unexplained by modern science? Good, well, Did you just order a 12-pack of fine point sharpies on the internet? <laughs> One guy out there is blowing his mind, man. Just trying to make you feel at home. You're listening to... This is Bear Friend Tea Party. It's not an actual tea party. Your one connection to Santa. But it is populated by real bears. This is episode 00045. Title, TBD. We are the Flowers of Disgust, and I am joined this evening by the world's <laughs> oldest known fossilized bird mustache, Christopher, keep them cold icy fingers off of me, Winter. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm also joined by r- recently rediscovered potato chip, Mr. Jerem Y.H. Mullis of North Dakota. Hello? And finally, I am joined, as always, by proud valedictorian recent graduate of Harvard, Yale, Princeton, and zipper-broken, floppy, gray dick hanging out, <laughs> Captain Jonathan Wrongway Bumpers. Neither proud nor graduated. It is entirely plausible that we will have marginally decent show tonight. So let's dive right in. Before we get started, I did. Uh, I do have to open tonight's podcast up on a bit of a sad note. Um, today we are uh, saying goodbye to our intern, Syed. Uh, Syed. <laughs> Syed. Uh, I believe it's like that. Pronounced. Some, no, he's 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 Sam. waving at me. I th- say I think it's Syed. Some fucking shit like he's, that. In any case, Syed, Syed has uh, been uh, a hey, asshole. He, is what I thought no, he now now he's not. Now he's, he's hopping he's, up and he's down. Really, uh, I, no, I, now I, he's really, now he's playing with our. It's stuck. Our, our phone. Communication. <laughs> that's what all breaks down. <laughs> I didn't understand where that bit went, but I liked it. Well, anyway, it's we're gonna. We're, sorry to see you go. We uh, wish you all the best, and we're really jealous of the uh, f- uh, much more successful podcast that has hired you. Uh, okay. So uh, I thought we would get started. I thought we would get started right now. We, we may have a, um, a somewhat good show, uh, time will tell. Why don't we get cooking? Uh, let's start off with, before we get into, se- well, here we go. Why don't we run through the segments? Tonight on Bear Friend Tea Party, segment one, ethics panel. If you order water at a restaurant with self-service fountain drinks, is it okay to get the club soda? Can you put a lemon wedge in it? Segment two, lesser-known mnemonic devices. Segment three, how to clean a bathtub in exactly 32 steps. (laughs) And segment four, reviews of movies ain't none of us seen. Before we get into the real meaty segments one through four, uh, I think all we have to do is go into the mailbag for some, uh, some listener feedback. I want to say we did get a couple of comments on the blog... Around the same time, about an hour ago, <laughs> just a guess. Yeah, we usually just seem to get. It's funny, you know. It's probably because our fans are so rabid for new material that they tend to 
you know, message us a few minutes before our podcast starts. Well, now that the recording schedule is 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 public, uh, you know, they 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 clamor for the new episodes, you know. We did get a comment on the blog from uh, Bear Friend Tea Party listener Christmas Time Forever, who writes, <laughs> uh, subbed to Patreon, but cannot access the bonus eps of The Bear's Party Cast. Give back my dollar, 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 dollars, or police will be frauds and posers. Zero out of ten, do not listen. Christmas Time Forever. <laughs> wait, wait, which episode was that? Oh, that was a comment on episode 00043, people posing as Colonel Sanders. Oh, okay. Uh, Xmas time forever. What nationality are you? I wonder. <laughs> and uh, are, are you upset all the time? I wonder. Well, he he uses a lot of capital letters. Or she. He or she. Yeah, well, don't want to be gender normative here. Xmas time is <clears throat> typically a man's name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? And come to think of it, his uh, the email address is... Uh... <laughs> come to think of it. Original <laughs> Christmas time man <laughs> at geocities.up. We've gotten a few good emails from I like Xmas time forever. Um... I, uh, unfortunately, we can't read all of the comments we get from Xmas Time Forever on the air. <laughs> Not because we don't have time, but because most of them are impronounceable. <laughs> well, they're not, also, they're not really family friendly. Most of them. We also got a, a, a comment on on. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, episode zero 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 four three. Uh, people posing as Colonel Sanders. Uh, listener, superfan, and president of the United States, Drew Bees, wrote in to say, I've lost my password to the chat room. Can you please email it to me? I want to listen to the podcast live! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Um, Drew, our policy is that we do not email users their passwords, but I will tell you your <laughs> password is Capital D, Drew. <laughs> Capital B, B's with a Z. And then the number one. Well, real quickly, we, uh, we, we do have one more comment on uh, that same episode. That was uh, 00043, people posing as Colonel Sanders. Uh, and this is from listener Cyborg Chevy Chase Dispenser. And... Uh, <laughs> Cyborg says, Great episode of a great podcast. Since this episode dropped three weeks ago, I have been listening to it on repeat all day, every day, as I have lost the will to leave the house or maintain the pitiful social relationships of my former meaningless life. I am currently constructing a system of feeding slash waste extraction tubes so that I never have to leave the room I now plan to die in. Thanks for the memories, Bear Dudes. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I think I, I speak for all the members of Bear Front Tea Party when I say, uh, do cyborgs eat and excrete waste? <laughs> I think I speak for all the members of Bear Front Tea Party when I say, uh, cyborg, are you referring to Chevy Chase the actor or Chevy Chase the Maryland? <laughs> I think I speak for... For all the members of Bear Friend Tea Party, when I when I say, uh, hey, thanks for listening. I think I speak for all the members of Bear Friend Tea Party. <laughs> so, since this episode so far isn't even amusing to people that get the inside jokes, I think we should probably move along to uh, any corrections or addenda. Did you guys... This is. This, I've got an addenda. What? A what? Oh, what? I've got an. Ad Can you say that one more time? I've got an addendum. <laughs> okay. Did Go you ahead. guys know that uh, Dan Aykroyd had a webbed toe? <laughs> 
Wait, just one? Are you are you for for real? Yeah. How can just one toe be webbed? It's like his between his yeah, like toe true. and like his his biggest toe and his next the next one. So that doesn't that mean that two of them are webbed? Well, that's still impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, oh, I'm, okay, you know, okay. I'm not. I... Is Dan Aykroyd the? Is he the one who actually believes in like ghosts and UFOs and stuff? Yeah, that's like that's he him. basically thought Ghostbusters was scientifically accurate. I don't know about that part, but he is famous for being kind of kooky. He's a little, uh, a little bit of the conspiracy. Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> That's the kind of Hollywood insider gossip you only get at Bear Friend Tea Party. A few vague, non-committal statements. Yeah, with absolutely no setup, context, or. Well, look when you've been in the when you've been in the industry as long as we have, you do get tired of engaging the listener. Okay. That, by the way, that was not an addenda to any particular an addendum to any particular segment. That was just kind of an addendum to our podcast up to this point. It was a pink spiral that appeared in the sky. People went out or, or telepathically urged, like I was. All I know is never try to spell his last name. Well, I actually have a, a, one addendum to uh, episode zero 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 four three. People posing as Colonel Sanders. Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot of shit wrong in that um, episode. Great episode. In our no, this is an addendum, not a correction. Oh, a lot of shit missing on that episode. Well, there, one of the topics was especially broad. Uh, that would be classic hip hop skits. Uh, now, on listening to that back, there were I don't know if this happens to you guys when you're listening to to our podcast, you come up with like seven or eight things you probably should have said. And uh, you're like, man, that's going to make a, a killer ad- addendum and or correction to the next app. But then you immediately forget most of them. Yeah. So that happened several times during the classic hip hop skits segment. Um, but uh, I've forgotten all of them except for, <laughs> except for this one uh, occurred to me. The, uh, the hip hop skit came up, uh, which is featured on Snoop Doggy Dog's 1993 album Doggy Style, uh, wherein there's a, a, a grade school classroom. We, we ran through the conceit of the skit in the segment, basically that Snoop Doggy Dog is the teacher of a grade school class, and he calls upon... Substitute teacher. Exactly. Exactly. That, that feeds into my addendum. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, he calls upon a student with French braid hairstyle who says, long story short, <laughs> says he wants to be a motherfucking hustler and his name is Snoop. So, and, and then the beat kicks in. But what we didn't really <laughs> touch on is is the fact that Snoop Doggy Dog is the teacher of the class. I mean, he introduces himself as Mr. Buttworth. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Thank I thought you. it was Butterworth. No, Butterworth. My name is Mr. Butterworth. I mean it's Mr. Mr. Butterworth. It's not entirely clear, but I'm pretty sure it's Butterworth. Hmm. No way, man. Butterworth is my Anyway, all credit to Snoop Dogg, Butterworth or Butterworth notwithstanding. <laughs> um what wasn't really touched on is the fact that Snoop Doggy Dog is the teacher of the class and also the <clears throat> student who is being taught by himself. So what I wanted to addend was the notion that is this ex- uh, more poignant than it appears on the surface? Do you think that there's a situation... Do you, do you think there's like an infinite time loop situation happening here? Like Snoop Doggy Dog basically teaches himself how to be a motherfucking hustler, grows up to be Snoop Doggy Dog, gets a gig as a substitute teacher, and then teaches himself how to be a motherfucking hustler, grows up to be Snoop Doggy. You get you get where I'm yeah, going with this. I, yeah, I thought that was implied, yes. Paradoxical. Uh, no, I know, but it, but it wasn't really touched on. I mean, I think there's really is like an implied or actually pretty obviously stated uh, like an eternally recursive sequence of self-spawning Snoop Doggy Dogs. The only other explanation I can think of is that the child is representative of a young Snoop Doggy Dog 
and the real Snoop Doggy Dog is is playing the role of a substitute teacher named Mr. Buttworth. Yeah, like it's a skit, right? Yeah. Like it's not a real thing that's happening. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm like, not really certain. Well, like because the teacher's name is like the teacher doesn't introduce himself as Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah, or, no, or Mr. Dog. Posing. Or, he's posing. Or like, no, no, no. He he's, because like if that. he did, if he did, then Snoop Dogg would I mean, know who it was. And the it would thing. be one of those. It would I, unravel I, the space time continuum. Yeah, unraveling of the. fabric of the space time continuum and destroy the entire universe. I take Snoop Doggy Dog at his word. If he says he's Mr. Buttworth, <laughs> he's Mr. Buttworth. All right, so if there are no more correction uh, or addenda, we can move right on to. Segment one, ethics panel. If you order water at a restaurant with a self-service fountain, is it okay to get the club soda? Can you put a lemon wedge in it? So this is my topic. I, uh, I'll i be leading this topic. Um, this is uh, the <laughs> second in our series of ethics panels. Um, in episode 00042, obviously, we discussed the DuckTales episode Allowance Day from 1989, wherein Scrooge's nephews trick him into thinking it's a day later than it really is, so he will give them their allowance money early before a certain bicycle sale ends, but the ploy backfires after Scrooge's vast influence among the finance sector causes a ripple effect in which everyone in town becomes convinced it's a day later, including the bike store. Um, and I don't believe <laughs> I we <laughs> actually touched on any ethical issues in that discussion, but <clears throat> this one should be a little easier. Um, so the question before us today, um, if you order water at a restaurant with self-service fountain drinks, is it okay to get the club soda? Can you put a lemon wedge in it? Um, and in a way, this is really two questions almost the first being um if you order water at a restaurant with self-service fountain drinks is it okay to get the club soda and then the second question being also can you put a lemon wedge in it um it, the answer to it john do you have a question yeah just a quick question uh jeremy is there is it documented somewhere in 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 the canon is there an episode where they go they go to like a fast food restaurant in Duckburg and and they oh, have self-service fountain drinks I, don't, I should I should that restaurant would be McDuckles I should I should clarify Scrooge McDuckles Why are you I should I should clarify but this this, uh, this segment doesn't have anything to do This is an ethical question that does not exclusively relate to the Disney Afternoon cartoon no. DuckTales. All our ethics panels take place in the same universe. I mean, Jeremy, I don't know if scientists have yet to determine whether ethics exists outside the Duckiverse. Outside of Duckburg? The duck, Duckverse is the, is what it, is the name uh, of it. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the extended uh, DuckTales. Yeah, the Duckiverse. The extended continuity. Of the, of the duck verse. Oh, damn it. I, that reminds me, I had an addendum about the gummy bears, but I'll, I'll save that for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's go back Write to it. Write it down. Write it uh, down. The, gum, the gummy bears isn't... Write it down. Save it for later. Write it down. Gummy bears is an amoral... <laughs> the amoral hellscape. <laughs> let's, I'd say, before we apply this question to, to the television show DuckTales, to which it's not really relevant in any way <laughs> let's just consider this question in the broader uh, human world in which we live um and in a way this is i mean i guess this is as i said this is really two questions so i guess the first one we could consider is if you order water at a restaurant with self-service fountain drinks is it okay to get the club soda on the one hand the club soda like the other sodas is carbonated on the other hand and i think this is key the club soda, it doesn't come from one of the big tabs. You have to press one of those little tabs to get it out. And therefore, I think it is perfectly no. ethical because you have to just press hmm. the little tab just no, like the, the water. No, the little tab just, 
dis- displace water. Doesn't there's it? well, there's displace. off dispenses. Well, water. I should have. Yeah, I think okay. there's more than one. I setup really should have. I should have specified that this. Yeah, you should have included a diagram. This question specifically pertains to the pizza restaurant near my house. <laughs> Minsky's uh, Waldo Pizza. Can I get a Minsky's? Um, new new house no. or old house? No, we, old this house. This podcast my is not old about house. That is where I began considering this ethical question. <laughs> um, and it in pizza this, locale. In, yes, pizzeria locale. And in, at this soda fountain, the water and the club soda are just these little kind of non-flashy tabs that. They're smaller yeah. and they're they're, they're, they're smaller, less little, discreet, little, discreet little tabs. Yeah, and they're offset. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so I think it's perfectly ethical to get the club soda, and uh, uh, because it's the same kind of tab. And so if like the guy comes and confronts you, you well, can just say, like, well, it looked like the water tab, and I thought it was water. But then no, I see didn't, that is I the cop out reason. I didn't want to waste that- it then. That is, that so is it's, a cop therefore it's perfect. In it's case your waiter is insane, it's perfectly ethical. <laughs> but that doesn't have anything to do with ethics. What is he? No, because what is no? But like at that point, what is he going to say? Like, no, you should have thrown that out. You should have dumped that out. He can say whatever he is wants. Is this an ethical question or is this more of a moral question? What's the difference between morals and ethics anyway? Or is this like a like how to get out of an this, awkward this is an, this situation? This is an ethical question. <laughs> we're we're discussing. The question before us, if you order water, and this is an ethical question, if you order water at a restaurant with a self-service fountain drinks, is it okay to get the club soda? And I'm saying it is it is okay because yes because when you John because when why because let when him you're finish. trying to, we hear God said, damn it because you're there's you're totally not going to get in trouble because even if if the guy that's comes, not, even if the, if the guy comes and he's like, hey, is that, that's a water cup. Did you get soda? And I would be like, oh, this is the club soda. And then like, and then he'd say like, well, you're supposed to not get that. Then you can say, oh, but I just, I thought it was the water tab. I'm sorry. I didn't want to pour it no, out. No, no. If that happened, I would it. get into I would get into an argument with him. So uh, for a very long time, and it would go on long enough that the bubbles would disperse, and then it would be water, and he would lose the argument. I'm just saying, like, what's he gonna say? What's he gonna say? Do you like? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to? Should, was I supposed to pour it out? I don't know. You're you throw it in his face. You throw it in his face. I'm really, you know, I like. And, I want my and, money back. So, Jeremy. It sounds it sounds like it sounds like ethics as you understand it like the, when you want to determine whether or not an act is ethical the operative question is can I think up a plausible excuse to give right. when I'm caught doing this thing Actually for Jeremy that pretty much holds water <laughs> or club soda as the case may be Yeah I mean Jeremy have you thought of ordering water and just getting like some Sprite or lemonade or whatever. And if they confront you about it, you just say, you know what? This is like 99% water anyway. No, or saying it's the club soda. What they can't tell by looking at it. If we're, if, if, we're, if, if the whole point of ethics just, is to just, uh, scam just, just the waiter. Seem right to me. I mean, because the, the, <laughs> I mean, the, like, the Sprite, sugar the in sprite it, yeah. comes from, like, the, the tabs are different. It's, like, clearly, like, a soda. But, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, if that's, if you can justify that to yourself, I mean, go knock yourself out. Now, the second no, I mean, question the we wanted, we're trying to consider here. Well, uh, we're not ready for the second question yet. Are well, we? We aren't. I feel like we're yeah, still in case. We've answered the first question thoroughly. Well, the, the obvious answer yeah. to both okay, is you know no, what? it's you know not what? ethical. Okay, so as True. a... Okay, wait. Did you bring what? the lemon from home? No, the lemons no, are... No, because the that lemon would make is it there. Ethical. Why would you I bring lemons lemon from home? They drink. have a Because you want to put lemons. some lemon in your water. But they've got a little tub of lemons already sliced right there that's by true, the soda That's true. I can vouch for that. Those... Yeah, they have them... and. You could put those in any drink. If you order milk, you can put a lemon. You don't even in it. have to have a drink. Those are condiments. That's like they're free. <laughs> of course, you can. Put Wait, a lemon so I in could it. just take one of those lemon wedges and eat it? Yeah, yeah, you'd be a maniac. What if I didn't buy anything? Le- can I just go into the place? The lemons just no, go in well, there and start shoving lemons. That's a completely different. I myself am kind of a maniac when it comes to lemons. 
We are assuming. Okay, we are assuming that you're also ordering food. Okay. Are we? Okay. Right? No, that's a question. Yeah. I, so in this, I think. I think thus far, I think we have been assuming that. I wouldn't. Because you I can't would, just go into yeah. a restaurant and order I mean, a water. I right? I'll put it this way: I don't think I could be bothered to walk up to the this re- the pizza restaurant by my house just to steal club soda with lemon in it. <laughs> what if you were really thirsty and had you know rickets? If I had, what if you had one of those soda streams in your house? I, that's, those are nice, but yeah. I'll say. <laughs> well, yeah. What if I had a Coke machine in my house? I can go steal Coke. Shit. Yeah. What if? What if you had a lemon tree in your backyard? Do you? So the other day, no. I was actually at a pizza place, and I was. I, I this was like recently uh, after Jeremy had posted the the, the uh, ethics panel topic, and so I was like, I was I was in this real world situation. And damn, I know, right? And I, I, di- I did exactly this thing. I, I ordered water, and when I went to the self service fountain, I got the club soda. And yeah. although I didn't Shit. want a lemon wedge, I put a lemon wedge in my club soda anyway, just to see how it would feel. And I felt a little bit did guilty. The drag I you felt out a of little it. bit guilty. Nobody see? said anything. Yeah. But I, yeah, you know, I felt, I mean, I was okay. I was like, eh, whatever, it's fine. I think, I guess my answer is, like, technically no, it's not okay. Uh, but, you know, wait, 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 what, it's fine. Te- what do you mean technically? Like, technically? This isn't about the rules. I mean. This is about ethics. Right. Technically, like, ethically, like. You know, no, there, there aren't tec- technicalities. <laughs> I mean, it's technically ethical. Like, what are, look, the lemons are free. What do you, like. <laughs> No, the lemon no, aspect when you, is like, like cut and dry. Like when, you, when you buy a soda, I mean, it's like like the the uh, like the CO two does cost something. Well, and yeah, I only and I only know that because fine. I have one of those soda stream machines. Yeah, but here's the thing: like, yeah, oh, yeah, but that's I had to buy them, in, them in, right? Not I in bulk. Okay. That, that's but that's not John, comparable. Would you agree that the tab for water? No, whether or not it's in bulk makes no and difference. The tab that, that, that is, are you kidding me? It has a huge difference soda. on what the, the, over, like, the overhead is. The tabs are like basically... <laughs> what I'm saying is the difference is quantitative, not qualitative. Because you so just said it's, it's a difference still... of scale. Yeah. Yeah, so what I'm saying is like, yeah, like probably you shouldn't, but I don't care. That's what I'm saying. So, in other words, if like 17 million people do that, then it will. So you're saying that in a, you're saying what you just said. You kind know, of, kind of. I mean, I wouldn't put it exactly <laughs> like that, but uh, I mean, language is, is no. I, is I hear you, but 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 we don't exist in a vacuum, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. oh. thankfully. Or where would you get the carbonation? Yeah. Compared with. You know, ordering a water and then going and getting some Dr. Pepper. Oh, that's def. That's that is like more. That's an easier question. That's more obviously wrong. Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. No, I agree. Well, I agree. Color, I mean, I think there. I agree the, because there, there you're stealing you, the carbonation and you, the syrup. When you talk Can, about dark the syrup colored is sodas, the, by, at that point we syrup. really have to talk about like what color are the cups. Like, are the water cups clear? <laughs> or I can't believe this is your are topic like because opaque? you're bringing up these because completely if, irrelevant if details. The cups what are were you going to say? About- then, like, what they got to like? They're not going to notice. They're going to have to like come over and like look in your cup. Then it's like, <laughs> uh, what's going on? What are you? You're looking at what? What is this? A police state? Like they're just Jeremy, not going to do that because so, it's yeah. too Jeremy, awkward. And that's did part you, of you, like did did you think before? Before moderating this panel, did you think it might be a good idea to like look up the word ethics in a dictionary or something? I, th- I think I know a little. I think I know a little bit about the word ethics. This is actually consistent with Jeremy's ethics. Yeah, the it's fair enough. Can I back us up just a second? Inevitably, we, may I? Can I back us up a second? We've been yes, talking as about been shown to do. We have been talking about club soda as if it is merely carbonated water, isn't it? Okay, next. Club soda is carbonated water plus 
quinine? Like, no, no, that, no, no, no. That's tonic no, water. That's tonic water. I'm trying that's to guess what water. stupid thing he's going to say. No, like uh, potassium bicarbonate, uh, usually potassium sulfate. It's club. Wa- it's water that's been carbonated plus some other stuff. Mm. So is it really qualitatively mm. different from soda? You know what? Yes. I think what, it's yes. not just water that's carbonated. It's no, special. maybe maybe in the store it's not because it's. But when you get it at a restaurant, it is just water mixed with yeah, the carbonation the prob- because there isn't a separate pouch of like concentrate. Yeah, probably the, okay, the, the but in the, in that case, if they are passing that shit off as club uh, soda, yeah, they're, they they're the, the ones making. Okay, I want to yeah, yeah, just want to. I want to clarify. So it's okay. You're playing devil's advocate here. So because they're considering that infraction, it's okay to eye for an eye. Them, the the number one it Hello? probably should have been probably should have just called it seltzer seltzer water um, yeah and okay. number two okay. so you're saying Jeremy I know you're gonna say that because the club soda is a smaller tab that is less he's not gonna say okay. that he already he's, said it he, multiple yeah, he times he already said it that well the the key point is not that the tab is smaller but that it it looks a lot like the water tab. So you could very plausibly be trying to get water and get the club soda. This this is so that you're saying there's plausible deniability. That's ethics doesn't have anything to do with. I mean, it does look. No, you're going to make the point that yes, the tab does say soda on it as opposed to water. Well, you know, a lot I of mean, people call soda soda water. That's a very good point. And that's about all the time we have. As with a lot of these ethical questions, you know, you don't, you can't really expect to resolve them um, definitively no in just 15 minutes. But I think we brought up a lot of interesting issues. Again, Stay this was our ethics two. panel on uh, if you order water at a restaurant with self-service fountain drinks, is it okay to get the club soda? Could you put a lemon wedge in it? Segment two. Lesser known mnemonic devices. Okay, so uh, this is my topic. I will, uh, I will be speaking during this topic to to give you, you know, sort of an overview of uh, uh, some lesser known mnemonic devices that uh, you, the <laughs> listener, may not may not be totally familiar with. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Our listeners have famously bad memories. Yeah, well, if they knew some of these mnemonic devices, they might be better at remembering. <laughs> uh, and and you know, hopefully, you know, you'll be able to use these in your in your daily life. You know, when you need to remember shit. Okay, so uh, okay, so I'll just go down the list here. Uh, the, this first mnemonic device is uh, to help you remember the names of the planets. Um, <clears throat> And uh, and it goes like this. It goes, Moldovan veterinarians eating Moroccan jelly slowly under no pressure. <laughs> Call. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> pressure. Yeah, I know, right? That's an old I know. mnemonic. I know. It's an old mnemonic. It's it's a pre two thousand six mnemonic. Oh, that's why it's not that well known because yeah. it's out of date. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, re- I mean, <clears throat> call you know, received. time was every school child knew that one. <clears throat> um, and then there's the uh, uh, the mnemonic for ordering the uh, remembering the order of uh, of math operations, uh, and that is right. uh, <laughs> perspicacious endocrinologists must deliberate ancillary sex. Easy to remember and true. That's a very very <laughs> useful one. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. It, so the actual one is is please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. You've heard that. Uh, that sounds yeah. kind of familiar. Yeah. And there's one yeah. about the planets. Th- yeah. Just to be clear, we were talking about the planets of our galaxy. <laughs> the, <phone. laughs> the planets of our galaxy. I didn't want to. In case anyone out there was scratching their heads. <laughs> I so. was wondering, like, what about Duckulon? Yeah, what, ab- what, ab- what about MK496? What about- For our, our listeners in the Andromeda galaxy, <laughs> 10 million years from now. <laughs> Please uh, leave us a four-star review on... Uh... 
Have you woken up in a hotel room on alternate Earth? Turn the record. This is Bear Friend Tipa. And play it backwards. Leave us a review on Space (laughs) iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) Or the Zune Store. (laughs) <laughs> Which will almost Go certainly on. still be around. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, and then uh, a, a very astute listener sent in this uh, device uh, of mnemonic-ness uh, for how to remember the names of the of the different taxonomic classifications. Oh, I like this you guys. One. You guys yeah. know that one, right? It's this dom- one I do know, right? Uh, domain, kingdom, phylum. Uh, you know. Last word of family mm-hmm. species. Yeah, 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 okay. It's a, it's a, it goes like this. It goes like it goes. Ditsy Krakens partake of clams, often fucking Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good one. That's a useful one. Um, yeah, because it has a mental picture. Yeah. Well, a lot of people can relate to that one <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I was actually, you know, I was trying to remember uh, uh, what, <laughs> uh, what came after family. Um, and and uh, that really helped me out. I was like, oh yeah, Gene Simmons. Okay, Gene, Gene you know. And, and and that one, that one works too, especially doubly well because it's Gene Genus, you know. Yeah, I yeah. I, oh, yeah. I screwed that up on a test once because I I remembered it as Gene Autry, which is <laughs> <laughs> that that was the old uh, pre two thousand six uh, version. Uh, I bet you got an A anyway. And then there's the um, the geological time periods. You guys know these, right? Cambrian, Ordovician, Silurian, Devonian, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. Uh, I, but I always well, have well, trouble remembering yeah. No, I don't know you them. Don't know yeah, them. I and you don't know them. Because you don't know the famous, or the not-so-famous mnemonic. Uh, Conan O'Brien sneaks Doritos and Cheez-Its past tactless John Candy, pausing every other minute painting purple houses. <laughs> it's, a, it's kind of a long one. Um... But, there's a lot uh, of well, geological a lot of, you know, periods. Well, yeah. the Earth is really there's old. Too many, I mean, there's too many periods. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, please eliminate five. Please eliminate three. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's a couple couple short ones for you. Uh, it's got the, uh, the the notes for the treble clef. Uh, expert right. Gideon's blame Dakota Fanning. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the sister mnemonic for the bass clef. Grunting babies deny fixed altitudes. Very very helpful. They um, do. There's the uh, the uh, color spectrum, uh, which is of course uh, rectal origami. Yuck! Get back in vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. It one. is a good segment. Uh, and then the, okay, all right. To, to get into the not very helpful ones. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Yeah, I just I just got a couple more of these. Um, <laughs> to remember the presidents. <laughs> oh God. Go on. All right. <clears throat> to remember the presidents, the mnemonic device is. Wherefore a jerky man machine, a janky vitriolic hamster teasing potatoes, talking for prepping bacon. Lamb Jesus gives horrible gravy aches, causing hammy clitoris moons. Rich, too white. How come? Heuristics. Rummy tits. Egg krauts. Jews. <laughs> needle fixation. Car repossession. Boobs. Chutzpah. Braggadocio. Ontology. Tomorrow. <laughs> Ooh. Or... A chilling vision. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it, that, that one is not finished, obviously. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's a terrible mnemonic. <laughs> Wait, can you say it again? I forgot it. Oh, just think of the presidents. Oh, yeah, okay. Since you, yeah, since you probably basically already know that. Taft. Did you put that one president in twice? Did I? Harrison. Oh, I don't know. Cleveland. Oh, Johnson. I don't know if Cleveland. I did actually. I think Bush. I just. I I, uh, I, d- I actually went to a website of actual mnemonics for remembering the president. <laughs> you listen to another podcast where they already do this segment. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to do one more. This is a very useful one. Um, to remember the elements of the periodic table. All right. The elements of the periodic table. Hey, Huey Long. Buttered <laughs> basketballs continue not obviating fussy Neanderthals needing massages. Afterwards... Sly peacocks shall condone another craft cheese situation till vitally 
clever mannequins fixing clandestine nachos, cover zesty Greek geraniums, absolutely. Solipsistic buffaloes kill ritzy sailors yelling, Zounds! Never making them reap rancid pond agar, because it's silly. Since Saturday, ten identical xenophobes called Barry learned cancer prognoses, necessitating preventive seances. Everything good? Terrible dancer Harriet Eggs Tubman yodeled lofty Himalayan <laughs> tones while riding on insipid planes, acting Hegelian tragedies, playing backgammon, poking a rat for reasons, and taking pills under nice pants after crying beside cake. Eventually, French models needing lessons reading Dickens sang boring hymns maligning Dennis Rodman, causing unity, figs, underwear licking, ukulele usage. <laughs> That's a very helpful awesome. mnemonic because I, I, you know, I forget, I forget a lot of the uh, lanthanides and actinides. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I, um, I thought there would be more use towards the ukulele end. usage. Yeah. In my mind, there's like 17 U's all. You know the why that is? It's because there's like there's one that the symbol is U U U, and then I think right <laughs> next to that there's one that's like U U O or something. What? Yeah, it's a stupid. Those are like thing. not real elements. I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't, so, I don't believe in any of the elements after peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, not even, not even almond butter. PB, that's not an element. Oh, peanut okay. butter number eighty-two. PB, PB, yeah. John, um, I was, I was kind of surprised you left out a. It was an excellent list of mnemonics. You left out a couple of my favorites. Oh, I did. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, my my. My dear Aunt Sally told me to remember that the atomic number of polonium is 84. You can use that to remember that the atomic number of polonium is 84. Um, Londoners Londoners famously um, just used the phrase, uh, dogs be frontin'. Uh, You convert each letter of that sentence to a number. That's 4, 15, 7, 19, 2, 6, 18, 15, 14, 29, 14. You have to remember to use the letter B, not the word B-E. And you add all those up to 143, and that's how you remember the bus route from Archway Station to Brent Cross Shopping Center. Those oh wow, those British. Okay. Yeah. No, that would have helped um, me around uh, circa 2004. I don't, I don't know if you call this one a mnemonic exactly, but for people like me, I have trouble remembering people's names after I meet them. When I meet somebody new and I'm worried I'm not going to remember my name, first time I meet them, I introduce myself, and then of course they introduce they, themselves and say their name, and before they finish, I reach my hand directly into their mouth and then up to their brain and, and crush their brain with my hand. And then uh, their families will bury them in a cemetery, and they'll have a tombstone there with their name written on it. So you, handy. Yeah, that is it's handy. You don't have to remember it. I did right that there. This, you know, was, I, that a, was that I, a play on words? Handy. You, 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 no. you did it. You do it with your hand. You crush the brain. Is a really no. funny, funny story, Chris. I uh, I was at like a <laughs> I was like like a, a, a schmoozing event with my wife recently, and because uh, because you had taught me this mnemonic, um, so we were meeting like this <laughs> this this donor. She, she works for a nonprofit. I was talking to this donor. She was introducing me, and I was like, oh, I gotta remember this name. So like, I take my hand and I like you know just shove my hand forward like into his mouth, grab him around <laughs> the brain, crush his brain, kill him. <laughs> And wouldn't you know, they cremate him. Oh. oh. It's like, oh. And so then I'm at the, I'm at, you know, then I'm at the, like, memorial, and it's like, oh, so it's really. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then I just Did like, he, hey, he, your husband was a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just, uh, did they have Earn a program Ernie. at the, uh... <laughs> At the um, you could you could have just referred to him as, uh, as as buddy. You could have clipped out the obituary. Yeah. Mm. What if you have to write the obituary? Too. That's a lot simpler than driving to the cemetery each time. Yeah, seriously, you could take it wherever you go in your wallet. Yeah, yeah. Just whip, That's then true. just whip it out when you're at a party with with uh, anyone that wants to cry because they're dead. I don't have a mnemonic, <laughs> but I have I have a uh, I have a problem with. A popular mnemonic. Please. Go for it. Is it wait? Is this a 
The yeah, this, corollary? Sorry, or? this segment is about lesser-known mnemonics. Oh, never mind. So. Never mind. <laughs> no, 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 wait. Hold. No. You have to... That sorry. mnemonic about how to remember how many days are in the different months... Mm. Is that the, like, the one where you use your knuckles? Wait, are I'm looking at my knuckles. Are the months love and hate? I don't know nothing about that fucking shit, but I know it's, it's like no, 30 days has, 18, and then it yeah. just lists the months with 30 days. And they all yeah. rhyme anyway. Yeah, it's it's how like can you not at remember? all helpful. Like, it's the least helpful fucking mnemonic in the world. 30 days have September, October, November, and, like, and, and October. Like the other, and let me look it up on the yeah. fucking internet, because, like, I don't <laughs> fucking know. <laughs> yeah, because it's, like, yeah. it it's like the least clever, like, I don't understand. And people keep using it. Like, people actually remember. I don't know how I don't people. Know. I completely agree with you, Jeremy, because I, I have that problem, too. <laughs> Segment three, how to clean a bathtub in exactly 32 steps. All right, this will be, uh, I'll, I'll be leading this segment. This, this segment is, uh, we're going to try something a little bit, uh, a little bit different uh, here on Bear Friend Tea Party. This is called how to clean a bathtub in exactly 32 steps. Now, uh, you know, if you're like me, you listen to a lot of instructional podcasts and a lot of home improvement podcasts. <laughs> This is going to be very different from those. <laughs> and this is also going to be very quite different from anything we've attempted before. All four of us here on the podcast are going to go round robin, each one in sequence saying the next step for correctly cleaning a bathtub in exactly 32 steps. I'll start because it's my segment. Right. I'll be leading this segment. And then I guess we'll go... <laughs> Let's go up. So Chris will go next. Okay. Then we'll loop around Pac-Man style. Mm. Pac-Man style. Is that Pac-Man style? Or Mario Brothers? Yeah. Original Mario Brothers style? So no, well, uh, no, Jeremy has not, a big no, responsibility no, there that, but because Jeremy will be step Pac 32. That'll be the crucial step. Did Pac-Man invent the screen wraparound? No, Pac-Man was Wasn't a fictional it a character. I don't think it did. Originally like, like it did. a glitch? I don't think it did. Wasn't it a glitch? I don't think it was deliberately Level, level 255. Right? No, no, it was deliberate. You know what? We're getting off topic. That is a nagging question. Step-by-step step instructions for how to clean a bathtub in exactly 32 steps. Go. Okay. Step one. Obtain a bathtub. Step two. Just shit all over your bathtub. Just filthy it up as bad as you can. Step three, remember to wear the proper gloves at all times. <clears throat> Step four, okay, you're going to need to get a few things together. Uh, <laughs> you're going to need to get um, a series of sponges, um, <laughs> light to heavy coarseness. You're going to need a granulated bleach-based cleaning product. You're going to need a Magtech doorbuster pump-action shotgun, U.S. <laughs> manufactured, or an equivalent firearm. You're going to want to open the window of your bathroom to vent any noxious odors. That was going to be step five. And you're going to need a large container of rubber bands. At least 1,000. Step five. Throw away the rubber bands. <laughs> Step six. Ensure that your bathtub is human-sized and not miniature. Miniature-sized bathtubs can't be. <laughs> like a dollhouse bathtub, you would just submerge in water, probably. Step seven. <laughs> Do not stop singing for any reason. Step eight. <laughs> Step eight, you're going to leave the bathroom. You're going to go into your bedroom. You're going to turn on your bedside radio alarm clock. You're going to turn it to the AM band. And you're going to tune the radio to the faintest 
AM station you can find that's still somewhat audible. You're going to sit on the bed and you're going to listen to that station while smoking a pack of cigarettes for four hours with the lights off. Step nine, clear the bathtub of any detritus. (laughs) Step 10, immediately stop singing. Now look, we all know that step seven instructed you not to stop singing under any circumstances, but that was a different time, a much simpler world. Times have changed, and you, my friend, need to stop singing immediately. You are doing yourself immeasurable harm. Stop singing now. Step 11, get in the car, put the engine in gear, drive to the nearest 7-Eleven, walk inside the store, flip the clerk at the counter a thumbs up. His name is Bevan. He'll, uh, he'll take you to the back of the store and he's going to show you some drugs that he has. Uh, you want to buy at least at least 40 ounces of the finest grade of cocaine uh, that he carries. Uh, you're going to buy that um, and, and you want to buy that with uh, euros. <clears throat> Immediately get back in your car. Oh, and also buy a bag of ice. (laughs) A 25-pound bag of ice. Get back in your car. Drive home, observing the speed limit at all times. That's very important. And proceed to go back into your house and enter the bathroom. Step 12, you're going to pick up a canister of granulated bleach-based coarse <laughs> cleaning powder, Comet or Ajax, Barkeep's friend, it doesn't matter. You're going to remove the protective seal from the top, exposing the holes which will allow you to dispense the product onto the bathtub. Step 13. Take a well-deserved break. (laughs) Step 14. Apply spackle liberally. Step 15. Beg forgiveness. (laughs) Step 16. Again, you will return to the canister of granulated (laughs) bleach-based bathtub and ceramic cleaning product could be Comet, Ajax, Barkeep's friends, it doesn't matter, you've already opened it. You are going to empty this entire container onto the bathroom floor. (laughs) (laughs) Refer to to future episode how to clean a bathroom floor in exactly 32 steps (laughs) and implement suggestions. (laughs) Step 18. Motherfucker, did I hear you singing? Did I hear you even humming or sub-vocalizing under your breath? I told you back in step 10 to stop fucking singing. I was in earnest about that. Step 19. The first digit of the dividend is divided by the divisor. Now, the whole number result is going to be placed at the top. Any remainders will be ignored at this point. The answer from the first operation should be multiplied by the divisor, and the result will be placed under the number divided into. Then you're going to subtract the bottom number from the top number, then bring down the next digit of the dividend, and then divide this number by the divisor. The whole number result will be placed on top as before. Any remainders are ignored at this point. And then you're going to stand up and you're going to do a fucking dance. Doesn't matter what dance. It could be the cha-cha. It could be the foxtrot. The Charleston. The fucking... uh, uh, 
what was that dance the, that was popular in the 90s? The Lindy Hop. The Lindy Hop. Thank the you. Macarena. The Lindy Hop. The 1890s. Then you're going to subtract the bottom number the gay 90s. from the dance that you just did. Uh, at which point your mother should come screaming into the room and begging you to stop. Um, and at that point, you're going to want to tell her to go fuck off because you're doing shit. You got a bathtub to clean. You don't, you don't got time for your mom. Step 20, I want you to do all of that cocaine you just bought. <laughs> and then I think it's time to crack open those sponges. Step 21, nothing gets mildew off like chlorine. Step 22, by this point, you yourself may be a little bit grungy. Why not take a bath? Step 23, preheat oven to 450 degrees. <laughs> Step 24, this is very important, so listen, listen carefully. <laughs> With the radio still playing and the light on in the bathroom, you are again going to leave your house and get in your car. <laughs> you are going to head south on Route 26. You are not going to stop until you see a dimly lit service station on the right. You are going to then stop your car, get out, and go to the payphone. You are going to dial the following number, 694-811-1498. You are going to let the phone ring three times, and then you are going to hang up. You'll wait exactly 10 minutes and you will call that number again. A woman will answer the phone after the second ring and you will ask to speak to Jason Robards Barton Fellow. <laughs> the third. You will then hang up, wipe down the telephone receiver, chop down the payphone, and set it on fire. <laughs> And then go home to your bathtub. Step 25. All right, that's it. I think you've rested enough. Back to work. <laughs> Turn on the hot water first, then the cold water. If you only have one faucet, which controls both hot and cold water, turn it to the middle setting between the two temperatures. Hang tight. The hot water may take a minute to to warm up, especially if your hot water heater is, you know, far away. Or maybe you have a ranch-style house. The uh, hot water heater is on the other side of the property. Just just keep waiting. Um, and when the water is not too hot, but also importantly not too cold, you can go ahead and wet those sponges. <laughs> And uh, with the aforementioned gigantic pile of cleanser in the middle of your bathtub, you might want to go ahead and spread that all around, all the porcelain, grout, fixtures, and uh, ceiling light fixtures, uh, electrical outlets, exterior windows, uh, nozzles, spigots, and uh, any passersby. Don't worry, it'll all wash out. Step 26. Stand up and look at yourself in the bathroom mirror. Really look. Look at your face. You're getting older. You barely even know this person staring back at you. Hey, is that even a mirror or are you just looking out the window? And if so, who is that person staring back at you? Get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to clean my bathtub. Step 27. Point away from face. <laughs> and then go into the library. See that copy of Ulysses up on the top shelf? <laughs> You've always been meaning to read that. So true. Pull that motherfucker down. Sit down in that easy chair. Pull up the ottoman. Put your feet up. Start reading Ulysses. Read the entire book. When you are finished, this is very important, 
you want to pull out a pencil and paper and you're going to compose a book report. Now, I want you to really think about this book report. I want you to treat this book report like it's your life. Put everything you have into this thing. Go to your seventh grade English teacher's house. I want you to knock on his door. <laughs> when when he or she answers the door, I want you to take this book report. I want you to rub it on their face and say, how about this? How about this? Then go back to your house and start seriously thinking about cleaning this bathtub. Step. 28. Um, if it's been a while since your bathtub has been cleaned, you're probably going to have some stubborn mildew stains in the grout if your bathtub is tiled, like around the, the, the wall of the bathtub, which of course you're going to want to clean. So you're going to want to clean that real good. Real good. You're going to... I mean... <laughs> Tuck in there. Use did use little elbow grease. <laughs> Don't get because it might you might get it at first. It's like it's not coming out, but you just gotta buckle down. There you go. Step twenty nine. Hose down. <laughs> if pink rings in tub persist summon little cats A, B, and C to help you remove the stains Step 30 Burn down your house to the ground and buy a new house with a clean bathtub (laughs) Then burn that house down too People are going to ask you why but ignore them they don't understand you. Step 31. Convert to Judaism. And step 32. Well, shit. You've done it again. <laughs> you have cleaned the fuck out of that grimy old bathtub. And you did a hell of a job. Uh... I have no ending for this so I take a small bow no that was good I just my my, uh, cat in the hat comes back joke didn't really go over that well I I thought thought it was great good material some steps to cleaning a bathtub are funnier than others (laughs) (laughs) 3, 2, 1 Segment four, four reviews, reviews of reviews movies. Of ain't movies. none of us reviews ever of done what seen. None of us have seen. Reviews of movies none of paint. Us. It's so, supposed to be so, haint. Haint. You guys, so, um, did you guys see? Uh, oh no. Right. This mo- this, this segment. I'm going to explain it. This segment is Please. fairly simple. Haint seen them, I've got a l- these films. I'm very but confused. But I'm going to tell you about them. I've no, got no. A, it's this no, Chris's no, 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 segment. I, it's, Let it's him quite lead simple. the segment. No, I've he really got a wants list, to make an argument. Let I've got talk. a list of movies that I think probably none of us have seen. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna uh, read the list out. Each. Each one, if when we come to it, if none of us have seen it, we will review it. If even one of us has seen the movie, whole segment's over. <laughs> I like it. Oh, it's like it's like a minefield. We only yeah, get one. Yeah, yeah. I name one movie that even one of us has seen. Whole fucking segment's over. So it could like go it. quickly. I think, so like that's it. fine, but I think it has. We have to get on through list, one movie. No. Sorry. How could you, your list is only one movie then? Well, I mean, Either if we you do have it seen, or we don't. Well, no, no, no. Like, if if no, all four it, of us it, haven't seen it, then we review it quickly and then we continue. Okay. We move on. Yeah, could, right. So, if you we say might, a movie, you could end the podcast very quickly by saying a movie that you know that all, of, like, at least one of us or you have seen. That is true. <laughs> I could, I could do that. So you could say like planes, trains, and automobiles, and that would be the end of the. Oh, podcast. I haven't planes, seen that. planes, trains, and automobiles is, is not on my list. But don't you think we should at least say, okay, it's well, we have to review no, at no, no, least this one. This, this, no, seg- this, this, this segment could end very quickly. Maybe his and, list and is like really obscure. 
Maybe the movie they're different. not that they're not that obscure, but you know, they're movies where like I was like, yeah, you know what? I bet none of us have seen that. I, I, I could easily know I, if, I honestly you, looking at the list now, I could easily be wrong. Danny, so you know if you are, have are seen them? Did you, right, did you choose movies that, that you, you have that seen? The episode's not going to be long enough. Yeah, it's only yeah, like I mean, two I and think a half hours is... right now. Movie one: Lawrence of Arabia. Seen it? Oh, uh, you, you, John, you've seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Segment is over. That was a good segment. Thank you. Well, I thought we'd get past Lawrence of Arabia, but that's on me. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on Reviews of Movies Hain't None of Us Ever Done Seen. <laughs> Better luck next time. An inaccurately titled oh, Listening to Bear Friend Tea Party, a podcast. Head on over to iTunes, leave us a five star review with a series of words after that. Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea. This has been Flowers of Disgust Bear Friend Tea Party Podcast, broadcasting at 50,000 quasi-unstoppable watts of power. Together we have been, and will remain, the flowers of disgust. If your bathtub is filthy, it's possible you have traveled backwards in time. You know I'm your goat. Harvard, Yale, Princeton... And zipper-broken, floppy, gray dick hanging out. You've entered a recursive loop of... Infinite loop of... Recursive loop of... Mobius strip of vomit. Recursive loop of... Infinite loop of... Recursive loop of... Mobius strip of... I have a good mnemonic for remembering the integers from one to a thousand. Who needs a bathtub anyway, am I right, ladies? Well, they all play the piano, just beautifully.